I feel terrible about your friend Jerry. He's upset that I gave Kramer that chest of drawers, isn't he? Why? Why do you think he's upset? How could he not be? Living in that cramped little apartment? That outdated furniture, so terribly un-Carl Farbman-like? We're not going to talk about Carl Farbman all night, are we? I hope not. What's up, everyone? You found another Seinfeld analysis episode of the Thunk Tank podcast. Welcome. I can confidently tell you that Carl Fardman would love this episode. We analyze season eight, episode seven. It's called The Checks. It's the one with Carl Fardman, Desperado, Kramer, and the Japanese tourist, the cult sunshine carpet cleaners. You're a Seinfeld fan, so that should be enough to trigger the memory for you. Hope you're having a thunky week and see you crazy fuckers in the tank. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking. And we're thinking. And we're thunked. And we're thunked. Oh my god. I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. Alright. There we go. Welcome to the Seincast. Boop, doop. I gotta say, this is among my favorite episodes to prepare for. Yeah, we did some preparation. We did some hearty preparation. I literally did. Like, I have a bunch of notes, but, like, I've never had so much fun taking notes. Like, I watched Seinfeld today and then just paused it every, like, 15 seconds and thought, like, this is how this specific thing is fucked up. It's like if school were fun, if you were studying something that you actually really want to learn about. Right. I mean, I have felt this way with other topics, like, sometimes, like... um. I don't know, history in school or something, like yeah. where I actually get into it, you know? Right. But um, yeah, it's not like doing Seinfeld research. No, it's like the cl- all the classics, you know, the Greek mythology, Victorian literature, Seinfeld. It's all part of the canon of Having said that, art and- I think it's all there. Um, it's not all there. So I have a clip to open. Like it's basically the opening clip of the episode. But should we start with our classic, like try to sum up the episode in... <laughs> One sentence. That's a good idea. Hey, Kenna. Hey, guys. Howdy. What's up, babe? Uh, I just wanted to tell you real oh. quick. Don Julio. Whole bottle of it. Isn't Whoa, crazy? let's go. Whole bottle of Don Julio? Yeah. 1942. Great guy. Tremendous. Yeah. I love Don. Yeah. Yeah. Good friend love, of the podcast. Love the Don. Hello, audience. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, by the way, we're joined by my brother, Eric. We road tripped up to Massachusetts. This is Thunk Tank on the Road. Good to have you, you may, guys you back. May, you may remember, Eric, from the our most downloaded episode. Um, the original sign 27, yeah. I think. Uh, 28. 27. Whatever. 27A, 27B. Something like that. But I think it was yeah. 27, 28, and 29. No, uh, God, just, you're so wrong. It's it's bad. We'll see. Sorry, we'll handle that later. <laughs> anyway, thanks for Any, thanks anyways. For, thanks for being here, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Because uh, out of all the people, he's I professor know, of Seinfeld. I was saying this to Luke actually on the ferry that the crazy thing about doing a Seincast episode with your brother is the fact that I know people who know Seinfeld really well, but in terms of and as somebody who is a professor, I'm like this guy is a Seinfeld savant. He's a scholar. Like you, you could teach courses on well, it. Well, I'm glad I'm here to help you guys tackle the important issues. See? Yeah. That's a like, good answer. Like You're Sein- hired. Like Seinfeld breakdowns. 
I mean, we were debating whether we should talk about the Trump situation or the election. I told you something else. You're banned. We'll yeah. get to it. We'll get to it. We'll or, or just, I mean, yeah. there's something I love about thinking in Seinfeld universe because it, it <laughs> takes intellectual work, yeah. yet it's not demanding of your energy. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. yeah. It's effortless like intellectual work. You're like, wait a second. If Peterman thought this and yeah. then did yes. that, Someone why was, the fuck would this be that? Like, and you're like, it's a show. Yeah. 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 And you're like, <laughs> You're not. You don't get it. Yeah, when people go, um, that doesn't make sense. It's just a stupid show. I'm like, mm. you know, you what? don't understand. You're it. just you a stupid what? show. You're yeah. banned. You're yeah. banned. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, this is like we were saying. I'm not going to give any like the boogie spoiler. boogie man. Yeah, no spoiler it's alerts. Boogity. But I'm quite <laughs> sure. Man. I'm quite it's certain. Boogie. There's going to be so many specific references in this episode. But the writing, there were so many points in this episode while we were watching it where I said, "Oh my god, I see what they're doing. They're connecting dots." Oh, we in have such to, a did way. We, did we name the episode? Uh, we'll have title. put an intro in the front of this episode. Got it. Uh, Allegedly, but yeah, yeah, yeah. and nevertheless, Hopefully. it is. Nevertheless, it's always weird to talk <laughs> about the intro that I will do. Yeah, because it's useless. Just it's play the future the perfect tense. I will have done this. You know what I mean? No. By the time you're hearing this, I will have recorded an yeah. intro, and you will have turned it off probably. Yeah, <laughs> if you've if you've lasted this. And long. now for the next ten minutes, we'll go into the past perfect tense and how that works. <laughs> oh. And I'll do it in Turkish as well. Just <laughs> cut. <laughs> cut. Edit. Um, um, so, so you have a clip to start. You, well, do you want to open up by just giving the one sentence? Like, try to an- say what the episode is in one sentence. Oh, okay, that's a good start. You go first. Start. Oh, Jesus! Um, this is the key to asking the question. You get to, to other people. Like, you pretend like you're running the thing. Okay. So, like, I'm like Joe goes, then Eric goes, and then I'll go, and I get to hear like how people mess up. Yeah, doing and then that. you're like, you know what? Let's not yeah. do it. Let's yeah. just play the clip. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a Kramer move yeah. to yeah. just bail out of the game the that you started. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, a one li- one line. One line. One line. Okay, summary. You or know, feel free to have a hyphen in there or an M dash. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Okay, I got it. An unbalanced crew of mit- misfits uh, check out while trying to cash checks. Nice. You got. You threw nice. in a little bit and of uh, artistic. There. And I love the unbalanced uh, reference. <laughs> we we suspect our, fr- our his friend, friend here, here is, is also unbalanced. a little unbalanced. Yeah. So w- what do you got? Uh. No, I invented Let's the game, so I go last. Yeah. Jerry is slightly inconvenienced to get paid, and yeah. it has a ripple effect. Oh, so starting from the, the inception of the, yeah. like the seed. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. It's nice. If you would consider that Costanza is the main character, you might say... I don't know if I consider that. Yet again bald man on the upper west side <laughs> short can, stocky can you say can you replace man with loser because that <laughs> loser loser hits you, rock bottom when even cult doesn't want him interesting so you don't even <laughs> like maybe that's the main storyline you know you know what's fu- funny about that is that he, he's like he's but, mad the cult won't even have him but do you know what's funny about that is that you think from that explanation oh you didn't even mention checks because that storyline has nothing to do with the checks there is a scene where, where the, the the cleaner guy the cleaner guy says, says you need to sign the check yeah well george says anything else and he says no just sign the check yeah so it does right so george hires a, a carpet cleaning service because it's like really cheap and then kramer George has already hired them, so he didn't know this when he hired them. What's the name of the company? Sunshine Cleaners. Sunshine (laughs) Cleaners. Carpet Cleaner. And so George is like, oh, I I got to head home. You know, like um, the the carpet cleaners are coming. And 
and it's only thirty five bucks. What a deal that is! I know it's twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. Yeah, even yeah. better. Nineteen um, nineties yeah. money. So it's probably more like fifty five now. You know. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what your equation, but I I did or thirty thousand yen. Really, yeah, it's not an equation. So yeah, much it's thirty thousand like yen. I added twenty dollars for twenty years. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that checks. It's science. Look it up. Sure. Um, There's some very basic science that disputes that, but. <laughs> Yeah, science. Seinfeldens. You're not ready. Uh, <laughs> what so, was I saying? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Only that you... George is the main storyline. So now we can yes. clip it. Oh, or... yeah. So George... George. Um, <laughs> now we can edit all George doesn't know this going in, right? That he's the main character? No, that, that he... <laughs> that, that they're... Um, Oh, that they're cleaners cold. are yeah, cold. Right, right. So, but he thinks like, let me have some fun with this. And at the end of it, he's yeah. like ready for their pitch. But yeah. I, my dark interpretation of George is that nobody's ever loved him. Not even his parents. Actually, a dog once. He, he, he admits himself. that yes. a dog once He licked himself his. and left the room. Yes. And I, I think George really took in that moment. He's like, I'm going to feel wanted and desired by someone for once, you know? Yeah, but it's and also, then even he's then, also they're like, them. yeah, you didn't sign but the check. But he's also paying them. To, oh, that's to fine do with that. him. I know. That's how superficial he tries he paid them for the surface thing, yeah, but yeah. they're really a cult. He tries to show surface. them how like depressed he is. At, and they're at, just like, yeah. yeah, that's, you know. After they reject yeah. him, right? <laughs> They yeah, you need him. anything else? Oh, I could really use some guidance. Yeah, I'm really lost in life. <laughs> yeah. Blah blah That's blah. That's nice. Good luck with all that. Yeah. That's what he says. <laughs> and then, not like a couple days later, yeah. he books them again for Yankee Stadium because George books the carpet cleaning at well, Yankee. Stadium. Well, that's like what Willem says. George, <laughs> did you order the carpet cleaners? He goes, "Are They're they here? here? <laughs> they haven't said anything you to you. You can't hire carpet cleaners if you're the head of like travel or whatever." <laughs> like, the assi- no, he's the assistant to the traveling secretary. He's not a head that's of right. So Good he's call. he's an assistant. Why does he need an assistant? I think he at- does get the promotion eventually, right? Well, it's the Yankees. A lot more work, not much more pay. So I think this episode was like particularly rich with Seinfeld themes. Like I was just saying to Joe before we hit record, like when you analyze Seinfeld deeply, you start to feel like you do as a musician when you analyze like Mozart or something. Here we go. You're like this. This is a, like <laughs> a, a, a fractal, dive. a yes. fractal organized, like very tightly put together. Yeah. Um, world. Everything is very consciously done in such a way that it seems like it's not. Yeah, right? it's effortless. Yeah, the, right. The, the for, it, it the flows. For, the formulas, and this is why it's Good cool to analyze flows. an ep- episode like this or, or music and how it's constructed is that there is a very logical formula to it but it's also artistic yes yeah. this and episode has a lot out. of connections too yeah that where yeah. you're really like cool. really you would be like why are they writing this why are mm-hmm. they doing this yeah and then 10 minutes later yeah. you're like oh there's the connection right right yeah. right yeah very specifically done um because it, it ties into bigger seinfeld themes which there's a while lot of it's also like funny yeah. with the, the specific yeah. details there's right? a lot that they can sort of draw upon in terms of their their collective identity and and what's going on with their vibe by season eight actually joe and i just looking at the season eight episodes were like there are a ton of good really good just bam 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 and then you're like this is like without larry too so yeah post larry really good writing i think i think something clicked in season eight because I've been watching they season like, eight. We got it. We'll I literally it started watching it, it with, my, yeah. with my fiance Yanka like a couple months ago. We started and we've been crushing it. Like we watch it with breakfast, we watch it yeah. with a lunch if we have happen to have it together, and then always with like dinner. Let's say it's a stone dinner. Like like we've grown to ha- like kind of like tickle the marijuana brain with 
with Seinfeld. So mm. you got to tickle. We just got to season eight, and oh, and you like, got to. <laughs> we just rewatched the episode just now before hitting yeah. record. But I also happened to watch it two nights ago with Yanka. <laughs> And so, like, I remember yeah. just when we were texting, like, hey, maybe I'll come up this weekend and we'll do a podcast. I was like, I, w- I want to push for the the yeah. Seinfeld, the checks. Yeah. You he know? basically said, what episode do you want to break down? I said, what about Bizarro World? And then you said, what about the checks? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. that's a great episode. Let's do the checks. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. And there's so many other like, episodes I, I could have said that you would have been like, I been oh, like, oh, I see what he's a, going for. Yeah, right, that's a yeah. great one. Go. You always know what people yeah. are going for when they want to do a Seinfeld yeah. cast. I think this episode, too, is a really good representation of, like you're saying, where it obviously shifts at season eight because it's the first season after Larry leaves. And that's how I sort of divide the series. I call one through three, I think, the early Yep. Seinfeld. Four, five, six. Four, five, six the... really finds out what the show is about. Yeah. And then after Larry leaves, it's like much more what we would see in something like Always Sunny. Right. Right. Correct. No, I Hopefully remember you said that more, in our original right. Seinfeld cast. Yeah. Like the first time we and the, tried and to the do the whole is more outrageous. The, the Checks is a good episode that kind of like really illustrates that yeah. progression or that evolution. But backs yeah. it up with good writing, too. Great you know, writing. You know yeah. why I like the Checks, really too? Cool. Nothing happens in it that is. Um, physically like in in terms of the laws of physics mm-hmm. improbable what do you mean um in so many other episodes like kramer and that guy have a ball of oil and it just happens to fall on <laughs> right, jerry's right, girl right. there's physical coincidences that just don't make sense right yeah um, i do actually have one gripe with that episode with the ball of oil episode? no the the checks there's, oh. there's one scene that i'm not that doesn't which connect. Is, which is amazing because I think the rest of the episode, like line by line even, is flawlessly written. It's so well written. And there's one scene that I have issues with. Should I tell mm. you now? I give me give me if it's it. a beginning, middle, end scene. It's towards its uh, end. I would call okay, it towards is the, it towards something the about how the drawers the got stuck? Nope. Is it? Think, think about like the one thing that you would say, ah, that's kind of un- not believable. In this episode, the axe to the head. No, no, because and they explain no, that yeah, very yeah, expertly because right, they yeah because he attacks him and you don't see him attack him and then he just has an ice pack on his head and Jerry says well at least it was only the handle so you oh. know that that sort of makes sense. Is it George calling Jerry to do this ridiculous favor and Jerry's just like okay no. yeah I'll take I'll get the no no because, and they they well of I mean, course they Jerry first says. Well. Who is this? Uncle Leo. Uncle, Uncle <laughs> yeah. Leo. It's it's when Wilhelm shows up to the <laughs> office. You mean Tanya? Tanya. Oh, okay. When he's converted. Right. And I'm like, first of all, would that that's a little too far for me in terms of believability. They didn't need it. Yes. They didn't need it, but it just but digs they, a little bit deeper on George that like even Wilhelm got recruited. Oh yeah, no, it's part of the theme, but it's so it's more so that and then sort of what pushes me a little further is even though I really like the line because it's funny when the guy says like, "Oh, how did the Yankees win with these two idiots?" like yeah. how does he know who Wilhelm is? He's some guy who works in Okay, that's true. Like, Wait. But you, Wilhelm does get to deliver the line that one day the whole world will be carpet. Well, that's why and we will do the cleaning. <laughs> well, that's why it's, it's like they almost created that scene just so he could give that. I think line. so. Yeah. Well, that's and that's why I don't mind it so much because it's still all of that is still really really funny. And like I said, is you, this good? Too close. Even too the far? Japanese oh, executive yeah. guy, okay. like they they deliver it all really well. But it was just kind of like, eh. Like I get it narratively, but it, it it's just a little too unbelievable. Which is funny to say in Seinfeld in where anything's ever. possible. Yeah. Right. So but I think other than that, 
No, so. that's a good point. The, the first yeah. clip I made was just the opening scene because I think it opened in a different way than like most Seinfeld I remember opens. Like You mean the, the cold open, the very beginning? The cold open for one because yeah. it often doesn't have a cold open. It depends, yeah. But the cold depends. open episodes, I feel like, draw me into the Seinfeld universe a little yeah. bit more because the cold <laughs> opens are like 20 seconds of like they can be so random and unrelated yeah, to the and story. Like, yeah. Now I got to stick around. And, and this yeah. one was that. So so this is a cold open of Jerry and Elaine leaving this a grocery a good one, yeah. store. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. And they're having a conversation. And then Elaine realizes that Jerry's not talking to her. <laughs> He's just using her as like yeah, a, a way to a practice test. his bits. It's and an she, audience she calls him out on it. And oh, that, yeah, yeah, that made me think to myself, like the yeah. whole show, like... Jerry's his, not a person. Jerry's he's like a whole, sociopath. His who whole just, life is just right. testing his material. Yeah. Right. I think he's but just she like, knows that. I want to find yeah. out she what does, happens. She calls him out on it. He denies it. But then like, she, he's just like. He, ad- that, he admits it. That's his real conversation with her. Yeah. Yeah. And then, or is but, it? I, but no, but then ultimately the only thing he cares about is like, is it so good? Is it go- is and it she knows that because she's <laughs> pathetic and they're kind of like connected, right? Yeah. Like they they should be the perfect couple if if either or both of them were like any amount enlightened, but they're all they're both so not willing to change and yeah. like become a, a couple. They're so neurotic and but own they ways. still yeah. know each other perfectly. And she knows that he really just wants her to say, "Was it good or was it bad?" Yeah. And she ends up just correcting it. She's like, she does he, that a few times. In he, this yeah. Put too many words yeah. here. This this. Uh, anyways, here's a clip. Allegedly. The clip's coming. Uh, I got the I got the beach ball on the Mac. Here we go. What? Hey, have you seen all these new commercials for indigestion drugs? Peps at AC, Tagum at HB. Ugh, the whole country's sick to their stomachs. Now you know you're supposed to take these things before you get sick. What is this? A bit? No. Because I'm not in the mood. We're just talking. Is this not the greatest marketing ploy ever? If you feel good, you're supposed to take one. Yeah, I know that tone. Like, Listen. who's he talking to? Yeah. I know that tone. She knows. Medication for the well. Oh, are you done with your little amusement? Then you admit it was amusing. It's okay. Move the medication for the well to the front and hit the word good harder. Great, thanks. She's such an expert because of how often he does this to her. And he was doing both. He was genuinely talking, and that is what. The and you can becomes. be doing both, right? Yeah, right. Like that's um, the beauty of Seinfeld. I they point hearing... out how there's not clear absolutes always. Yeah, that's what they do. Well, yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> they understand each other, so she's happy to be used because she knows he uses him a yeah. lot, right? Right. Even though he's thinking, you think you're using me, but I'm just getting material for my own, and it's sticking shit. to me because of the butter. <laughs> Um, what if Jerry's only allegiance to them is material? He's not even that really could be real. That kind could be of a is. Thing. Yeah, I think that's fair to argue, He's right? It's just like I have a crazy neighbor, a loser friend. Yeah. It's a great situation for material. If you're a comedian who wants constant material, Kramer is the neighbor you want. George is the loser friend you have. Elaine is the ex-girlfriend yeah. that you still hang out with. It all sort of... But when well, you can't control the universe. It is what it is, right? When well, he's portrayed as a maybe. comedian on the show, like in the universe when he's the comedian, his jokes are very, very elementary. Like, Yeah. It's yeah. Like slight, you know what I mean? Like they make fun of how his humor is. You do a lot of that. Uh, have you, you ever, ever noticed? noticed this? Yeah. And, he goes, and he's just like, yeah. Whereas yeah, the show often opens with him being his real comedic self. Which and is you're hilarious. Like, it's great. Yeah, right. But on the show, it's not as good. Right, yeah. Which is kind of an interesting self-deprecating... It's exactly what it is, right? Admittance of like... He's uh, like, my comedy is just every yeah. day like... 
Yeah, but that's important. That is what the show He's is. Like, except yeah. you didn't think about it. I did. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or you didn't. You didn't describe it in that enlightened light that you're sort of referring to, which is what the show is really doing. It's really. It's really telling us about aspects of our own personalities. Right. Their I think it's revealing our sub. Yeah. Sub. Um, personas you might say right For like, sure, yeah like we're not all one thing and like part right. of my approach to life just being grown up having well, grown up the way yeah. i did <laughs> is that i have the seinfeld voice in my head like when i'm on the ferry and like somebody says something to me like the seinfeld version of like what are you crazy like you know like <laughs> what are you fucking nuts <laughs> like our our me and eric um are used to like if we go to the holidays on my mom's side of the family who, who? are all very Seinfeld literate people are yeah. are uh, our, our guests cousin, here. Uh, like you called me a professor of Seinfeld it's like yeah. they're better they're better than us well some people really? are right but um that's that's scary but, but part <laughs> of the like, Seinfeld humor just to like wow. put it into context is something like you walk into the kitchen and we see one of our particular cousins there <laughs> and you're going to get say. like a uh, pour some more soda and they look at you, you go, what's up? And they go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, that's just the humor. And it's, it's oh, would you man. agree that's like Seinfeld flavored humor? Yeah. Uh, there's no coincidence that the people that do that, like, so us, our cousins, our uncles, all are obsessed with Seinfeld. Like, there's no, that's, not, that's uh, the one connection. We all have different right. jobs. Some are lawyers, or, some are this, or some I'll are that. You, like, I'll tell you the other one is you look at somebody from across the room at a family party, both people are clearly bored and you just give them one of these how you doing yeah <laughs> you look at each yeah. other it's and like it's, we both obviously know we should be here but right, whatever right. is connecting the people here we we are we're agreeing we both don't feel it right now we're just <laughs> we're, we're just in a room so would you say would you say that seinfeld because i feel the same way in the sense that i very much kind of grew up with seinfeld where it's definitely influenced and impacted my personality hundred percent. Oh yeah, right? it's in our whole family. But but I think it, I think in a good way, right? Don't you well, feel? Well, if you integrate it properly, I think it's it's good. Yeah, it's it's you, really you revealing. Can, you honesty, can become right? too Jerry like or too yes. Kramer. I mean, all the no, main the, characters are 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 extreme versions yeah, of. I don't mean living like them. I mean living like the lessons that they've taught you. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I you think, don't want to become too Larry like either. Right, like yeah, uh, like he is yeah. You don't actually want to be any of the characters. Like, you want to be the true. writers. Larry is as if Seinfeld were the if Seinfeld the show were a walking talking person. Right, essentially, that's yeah. what Curb is. Yeah. Right, right. In the you want to have the wisdom of yes. Seinfeld without actually behaving <laughs> right. like Larry. That. Larry actually did a really funny interview recently. I think on uh, some late show, Colbert or whoever, and he was saying how now it's getting bad because he's starting to just act like how the character actually acts. And he said for years, it's easier, right? Yeah. He said for years, yeah. it was the total opposite. He's like, I would never actually be that guy. He's like, these are just thoughts that I have in real life. If I were that guy. And he said, now I'll do and say things just like the character. And I tell people like, Later, I apologize because I'm not the character and I feel bad. I say, it wasn't me. It was the character. I just, I let the character into, you know, yeah. to, to sort of infiltrate, right? No, but that, that means you're being an honest artist. When, There's a like, temptation you to You let it, yeah. the character be what the character is, right? Like, as a musician, there's two fundamental ways to be, like, expressive. You can plan it out ahead of time and be like, if I shape this note yeah. like this and do this like that, and this, then that will be expressive, right? Um 
Or you can just try to remove yourself from existence and let the wave of whatever the musical energy wants to do, do. Yeah. And as an actor, when you literally let yourself become a different person, you can sense it when you're watching do you know great who's re- acting. Do you know who's really they, good? They feel like the person. Do you know who's really good at that? Probably the best example. Jerry. <laughs> Carl Fardman. Carl, oh, Carl Fardman. And that actually segues into the episode which we're talking about. <laughs> which I just remembered we're talking Way about. Way to bring it home, dude. <laughs> All right, Holy so. Smoke. Landed that plane. Back, back, <laughs> back to the episode, the checks. No, this is what I love about podcasting. It's Desperado. like if you're playing. I was like, oh yeah, checks. If, That's you're play, if your plane wanders over like the Pacific Ocean for a while, you can uh, always like steer it back. It's a podcast. Do you have any uh, Fardmans? I do. At yeah. your apartment, you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Elaine oh, opens up. I can get up you some if that's what th- you're driving at. No charge. No <laughs> charge to you. It's Jesus. like, what does he just get free furniture from this cat? Talk it's like it, apparently. Trying to, talk, sh- trying to talk through a Seinfeld podcast is like trying to like <laughs> run through a field where helicopters are shooting machine oh, guns God. of Seinfeld quotes at you. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, you're going to get clipped. You're yeah. just trying to dodge and stay on the goal, but you're not going to make it. Elaine yeah. opens up this new relationship, right? Elaine seems to be someone who wants, she just wants to be happy. She wants to feel like she loves herself and like she has a good job and found somebody. And she's trying to do. She's trying to aim up, I think. Right. Yeah, she's really trying Really poorly, She's, but she's she is trying to aim well, up. Well, she's following or she's trying to follow a societal formula, right? You, you become an independent person as an adult. You get a job, you you know work How your way up, she? and you earn Through, respect. In, the, in right? season eight, is she at, like at that point? She's 30, probably in her like mid thirties, thirty five. Yeah, thirty six. She's probably well. There's a difference. There's how old an actor is and how old they're supposed to be. I just tried to play, drink this. They always play younger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the recording device. Yeah, um, all right. Uh, they I, they always play younger. I, w- I would say she's not yeah, forty. Yeah. They, for no, sure. she's they definitely. Re- they reference their ages at different points in the series, and it's always like. Way younger than what the actuals, uh, the actors actually are. Mid thirties, I would say. Elaine mid, is mid thirties, yeah. And Julia might have been late thirties, late or early forties, yeah. even. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So for sure, she wants to get in a real relationship. Yeah, she that, wants to that goes all the way. Get right? married, have kids. Now like the whole formula. Right? Would you guys agree that you yeah. figure it out in life? Like the best way to do that is to be yourself and wait until someone comes along who's cool with that. Ideally, right? Right. So Ideally. she instead. Ideally, <laughs> that's a Seinfeld. Hey, line, take it up with way. consumer affairs. If I you're should... someone who's only an expert in this episode and doesn't know other Seinfeld, <laughs> we're gonna slip That'd in a weird quotes from other episodes. Who is that person? Yeah. Why are they listening Please to us? Then talk about email that us. Oh, I want to know you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to know why you. Yeah. Found in this fact, particular... this is a car lot. I should be able to get my car. <laughs> Ideally, <laughs> in fact, donate to the podcast if you're that guy. So Elaine's at a party and she's in this new relationship with a guy named Brett. And Brett. he starts talking about great um, name for him. Yeah, the the great Carl Farbman furniture that he sells and has and everything, right? Like, and she just pretends to know who Carl Farbman is, even though she clearly doesn't, right? But she's she smart enough to, to know that I'll figure it out. And arrogant. Yeah. She knows that if if that's a connection, she's like, I'll find out through my means what a Carl Farbman actually is. Yeah, what, but what maybe you wouldn't. She doesn't care. She'll yeah, she go on to the care. next Later one. on the street, Jerry was like, what's that? She's like, I don't know. That, that, <laughs> yeah. That's the next clip yeah. I have. Oh, okay. So <laughs> she, like, first off, maybe you will end up dating someone that's actually cool if you just, one, right. know who you are, act like it, right. and then she, wait until people come around yeah, that don't can go, tolerate Don't go that. in willing she's to also, lie. She's yeah. also willing to settle at 30, let's call her 34. Yeah. 
Right. She's so, also yeah. like, you know. Jerry, I'm running out of men in this city. Yeah. I yeah. called this clip Jerry's life is a bit because basically Elaine's trying to tell him about this this uh, Brett new boyfriend, Brett, who's so a when fan am I gonna of meet the Carl Farbman furniture, <laughs> jerk, right? Jerk, I think jerk. Says, Yeah, jerk, jerk. He's not a jerk, Jerry. Um, Sorry, we're just doing the whole scene. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so what would you guys think of the clip? <laughs> so first off, it's like kind of pathetic to hear that like she's trying to show just like her new boyfriend brett is always trying to show off she's trying to show off her boyfriend to jerry yeah and she references this carl farman guy even though she she doesn't even know who carl farman is (laughs) not even enough to like answer jerry a little bit right she goes oh i don't know whatever she was maybe hoping that jerry was like oh Carl Farman. Right. Yeah. You figure maybe that like shit will stick. One, of, yeah. one percent chance. Like maybe that I'm the be... idiot and he's really famous. Right. But I'm not admitting exactly. that until he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I actually named this clip Jerry's Life is a Bit because you can see, just like the opening scene, no, this is now a real you need situation. A job. You have too much time on your hands. That's why you named it that. But <laughs> yeah. go on. As I say in every episode, any Thunk Tank listeners, <laughs> if you have side work, especially online, yeah. send it my way. Remote, yeah. Remote. <laughs> work. Donate on Patreon. Um, yeah. Hey, that's part of how we got up here. That's true. Yeah, thank, Patreon thank you. funds helped us uh, with you. a ferry ticket. Th- thank you, uh, patrons. Yeah. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> you were so close nice. to watching that. Well done. Um, so anyways, I called it Jerry's Life is a Bit because Elaine's actually trying to just be excited that she has a new boyfriend. That's yeah, the subtext. Yeah, but that's She wants a real good friend, right? Whatever. Yeah. But Jerry's just like, let me play out wordplay on her. Mm. Like, he's just like trying wordplay. All right, here we go. So when do I meet this jerk? He's not a jerk, Jer. He only works with Carl Farbman. Who? I don't know, some designer. She anyway, Brad is so generous and sensitive. Last night he was moved just listening to a song. What song? Desperado. Desperado? Uh-huh. And you're still dating him? I tell you, he sounds a little desperado. Yeah. <laughs> He's just training oh, as a man. comic. That's like, Dude, that, that like, isn't that just Jerry playing like testing his wordplay? Dude, just uh, the dialogue is so well. Structured, yeah, Yeah. it's just it's so it's almost musical. Each point bounces off and builds upon the next point. There's such a clear progression in that sense. It's really well done. Oh, I love it. That's why, like, so would you? If I didn't know this was season eight, if I just watched this like way earlier on, like I would have guessed it was earlier, just because there's parts of it that I think are very Larry David, Mm. and while. Like the episodes in eight and nine aren't as good. The writing backs it up. Like, mm. um, like the stuff's more outrageous than in the middle of the yeah, season. There, there's some episodes where it's like, okay, yeah. really? when they this go outrageous, I'm, I'm less yeah. in this episode but, in particular. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that kind of reminds me of Larry, just the way yeah. it yeah. connects. Yeah. Well, you never know. I mean, it feels more like Curb. Some of these Curb right. doesn't yeah. do outrageous physical things. Like, yeah. some of oil these ideas could have been <laughs> could have been like bouncing around before he left, but also. What the show became, even by season eight, Larry's hugely responsible for that. Who yeah. knows how many so, ideas? Oh, just, the ball kept rolling. Yeah. Who yeah, knows exactly, how many ideas yeah. just sit around because also they're that, like we yeah. couldn't work them in. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it just didn't work into that season or that episode or whatever. We yeah. forgot to right. say that. So Elaine's sitting, having a nice time with Carl. I mean, with uh, Brett, <laughs> talking about Carl Farben, and the song "Desperado" comes on. Right. And mm-hmm. this guy is really into Desperado. And we don't know why, and we never. Anyways, learn why. Joe, if someone Which I love that we don't. Oh know why. yeah, great, again, great writing. If someone you don't, off, you don't need to know. Oh my yeah. god! If someone did that to you, so you're talking to them in a car, and they turn the volume up and just say like, "Shh, 
Joe, what can would you, you do? be quiet for yeah. just what one would you minute? do? How hot are they? It's uh, a guy. It's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so really hot. <sighs> Depends how desperado I am. Joe. <laughs> Could hey, Eric, I was looking outside before. Um, I don't know if you know, there's like a bunch of raccoons Luke, that get into your trap. Can you be quiet for just Desperado. one minute? <laughs> Brett, Why he goes, babe. No, song. first he goes, Shh. and then yeah. she goes, what's wrong? Is there someone outside? For a second, I thought it was a guy with a hook. Is I there thought a guy? it was one of those Elaine, urban Elaine, could you just not, not talk, talk for a minute? minute? <laughs> Do you know why? Because of the implication. Yeah, that actor right. is so good at. We were talking about this on the ferry o- right over how he has that sort of underlying tone of you need to be quiet right now, but at the same time, like Shh, show, <laughs> just be quiet. Could you just not talk for one minute? <laughs> I love how much this is gonna happen this episode. <laughs> Someone's gonna be now in the that I know I have this. Dude, you know, it's the equivalent of <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, Luke, in high school, when so we used abrupt. to go, hold on, man, what are you saying? <laughs> it's the podcast equivalent to that. So, oh, if God. we, it, Joe, if we ever get one of those soundboards that have the preloaded buttons just that you just have like the pre, yeah. that's like, what you can I'm have like that, yeah. boing, 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 boing sound, you know, <laughs> like, like, like and then one of them will just be <laughs> desperado. And when it starts, someone's <laughs> like making a point and you go, shh, and they look at you and they're like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, you almost look scared, right? Because, like, when he, when he when Brett gets in desperado mode, he's like he's intense, right? Yeah. It's like really yeah, no, there's it's a, a visceral the yeah. well, the first deep time experience. he does it at a party, Elaine likes it. Elaine's like this guy's she's deep. she oh right. she thinks he's he's the second time in the car he's in yeah. deep, but it's a yeah. it's a one off at that point as opposed to the second time, which again is a little unrealistic, but I don't mind it. Right, that's the beauty of Seinfeld is that that's so absurd that it would come on twice within <laughs> twenty four hours. Is, but they address last it. time you heard they that, Jerry addresses it. What is just the all desperado station? That's what I. They address it just good enough. Writing. Yeah, he goes, what did you listen yeah. to? The All Desperado Station? So at Which least, is Spotify. I think, at, I think one of you said that at before. At least like, one of the characters yeah. addressed the problem that we were finding with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, And then we, we go, okay, yeah, the, logical the writers at least knew yeah. about it. The right. thing that I hate yeah. about shitty things like the new Star Wars movie is when I think, <laughs> I don't know if the writers took a hard figured out what I figured out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did you, they that, even think about you it enough? rarely do that in Seinfeld. Right, you don't have to. They thought of it. Yeah, they take care of it for you. Which you're absolutely right because that's actually a really good comparison. Because as I was watching that last Star Wars movie, there were so many moments where I was like, "There is no the cause and effect is moment by moment. It's seconds apart. There's no causal continuity across many minutes, let alone hours in multiple scenes. It was just so illogical in that sense. And so that's why I love about Seinfeld and an episode like this. They self-reference the absurdity yeah of as long how as they you're set willing up, to self-reference yes, the absurdity of how they set up what is going it's to genius. then be cause of uh, yeah very hard to do well it's like but very go well ahead done. and can critique it we already did totally yeah exactly which which is great i mean they i i don't know enough about the other writers but that isn't that like what what nine, pisses you off great. most about like shitty writing is, yeah I totally you wonder hear, like i did re- is I the writer read, aware of this i read an article that the two guys the two main guys that wrote this episode this was like their last one. Oh, really there was some something that happened with between fox and nbc or something oh wow and they were working for fox and nbc said like you know we it can't have you working for both thing, yeah. yeah so right this was their last one hmm. um 
It's an awesome episode, though. Dead All right, so around. let's talk about the fact that Jerry's claim to fame uh, is twirling umbrellas. Oh, God, I forgot about that. I invented the twirl. Um, so, he really did, by the way. No, that's so, Jimmy Padillac. That's a real Jerry uh, No, I, I believe he did, right? And he probably had to become no, a comedian but you know and is? got busy enough no, and made money enough to the, not sell umbrellas. And the umbrella no, people resent other, him for getting past selling umbrellas. Yeah, that's like, They're that pissed off that he that was the beauty dream. umbrella that was, selling. This is also the beauty of it, is that Jerry didn't invent anything just as much as of course, people just started twirling an umbrella because it was a oh, good Elaine, marketing. Idea. That's Elaine, not an invention. Like, Elaine, yeah. Elaine says that she goes, yeah. "Wait, that had to be invented, right?" Because it wasn't. Well, that's and like yet it Joe. That's was. like you inventing the cup. Like, oh, I can hold liquid in this device, and then I invent the beer glass, and it's just a slightly different shaped cup. Yeah, it's like, well, and, which and one of you like, invented I didn't it? Invent anything. Both of you, and neither of you. You're just assholes. Yeah, the guy who um, invented the umbrella is the genius. Yeah, not right. the guy not who the twirl. The twirl. Yeah. yeah, that was just a bunch of guys. Well, unless you got a push button mini. But Jerry says when he's leaving the guy, he goes. By the way, you're you're doing it too fast. Jerry's arguing. Jerry's like, really arguing like that there's he a popularized it. it. He's Which, arguing that he's arguing that he got the twirl right. I think right because he's showing people how, how to actually do it. He he tells the guy you're spinning it too fast. He's basically making the joke that anyone can twirl an umbrella, but, right? But there's a right way to do yes, it to correct. sell them. He invented the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah. The, that's what the and crux Jerry's is. probably not wrong. Uh, Why would Jerry be wrong? Why would Jerry be wrong? <laughs> was there an emphasis on Jerry or Ron? Mom's right. I, I think it was on boy. Wood. <laughs> Joe, let me let me ask a question to get to the next yeah, uh, segment ask a of this. Question. Who's the genie in this episode? Ooh. If you listen oh, to our Fardman. past Soup Nazi one, <laughs> our past Soup Nazi one, uh, we analyze Soup Nazi. We we realize that every all of Seinfeld is filled with genie activity. Yeah, and, and a genie but in is each just, episode there is the primary yeah. genie. A genie is kind of someone. I guess in this sense, a genie is kind of someone. A manipulator. Who, they manipulate uh, more so than other people too. Is sort of what we're. They drive the manipulation of the episode. They the, work every so story or whatever. Yeah, they, towards they're, they're, their yeah, interest. They weave it together. It's yeah. very always sunny, like actually. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one because Kramer has some genie. Oh, does a lot of genie. <laughs> Kramer genies the fuck out of those yeah, Japanese. Kramer guys. does a lot but of genie. Then gets. Like in a predicament because of it, so that's where I would think he's Kramer's not. genie. No, I have some. I have something to say about that. I might as well say it now. When Kramer <laughs> genies people, well. like he yeah. he genies the Japanese guys in this yeah. episode. That's to no advantage. Of no, him, but though. he always sets no, he it up so that no, he sets <laughs> it up so that when it fails, which it inevitably will, yeah, he actually has zero responsibility. He's like, that's not my money. Well, yeah, the last <laughs> the last time he sold their airline yeah. tickets for cash for cash. <laughs> Well, the last and he time, said it to think, Jerry. He's like, "Well, evidently they're out of cash." It's like you spent it all on yeah. cowboy hats. I think the last <laughs> they time they came you to New York with eight hundred dollars and telling, you spent it all. Is him telling George? Look, oh yeah, they're Japanese. sleeping one off. They did drink they a bunch 50- of sake in that hot tub last night, and that's it. That's the end of that story. He right? didn't think like I got them drunk on sake and then didn't wake yeah. them up and left them in drawers. That's the end of Kramer's part of that story, and you see them in like the scene after or whatever. They're in the NBC. What, what did Kramer have that morning? That a they've walk been starving. We've been through many hardships, and yeah, Kramer. Kramer's just free again. Kramer's off doing. Well, a he's whole like, actually, thing. I got bored with the Japanese guy, so I'm going to let him go. Which is a very <laughs> genie thing to do. If yeah. you have genie powers, I mean, move on to the next thing. G- classic genie move is yeah. to be interested in things so long as it tickles your intellect. Yeah. But then as soon as you're bored with it, There's you just move on without again. any more responsibility. Actually, do you know who might be the genie in this episode? Hit it. The Eagles? No, Desperado. Desperado. 
Because that has a genie influence. Well, Eric, wait, did you say call? Can you be quiet <laughs> for just one minute? No, no. Oh, for a second. I no, thought it someone starts was with there. a shush. It, it starts like, yeah, someone's talking and like <laughs> the music starts. And then, of course, even though he doesn't touch the volume, it fades up. <laughs> and then she goes, what is it? What is it? What's the out there? Song, he goes, What's the out there? Song. And she goes, oh, phew. Right, yeah. For a second, I thought I, it was somebody who... And then who, uh, she reflects. Joe, could yeah. you just not talk for a minute? <laughs> and like <laughs> a minute, minute, such a reason. Like what his... No, the none sub, of it is the, reasonable. <laughs> the subtext of what he was saying was, shut the fuck up, yeah, you stupid right. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> There's such That's intensity the behind it. There's so much intensity. Song. Like, do you realize how stupid you are for talking even though this song is on? That's the subtext. But he manages to say it as politely as possible, which is, could you just not talk for one minute? Yeah. Could you just... He it's, didn't say I request. No, it's such could a bureaucratic you, like, way of saying that that it's extra harsh, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's um, so intense. <laughs> the way great. he looks I off into it. the All distance, right. too. So... Um, do you, wait, did you have another clip? I have a few other clips, but <laughs> but oh, who do you think is the main genie? Would you agree with that? Mm. You think it's Carl? I think it's I think it's either Fardman or Desperado. See, I, think to, it, I think it's one of the two. I like the answer Desperado just because it's unique. Yeah. And you can just hit the button whenever we say it. Now. Yeah. I yeah. think uh, zoomed out wise, it's Jerry just because he's using his whole world to test his material um the idea that he got hurt signing checks like he <laughs> that's also really dumb yeah it's like you could so, easily sort also when you so sign Seinfeld things universe, it doesn't really like, matter right well because it is something that will happen right if you but you're signing your name you're not writing right. pages upon pages every like all he's doing is signing his Does, name it makes no and sense somehow that he has to be that bad yeah his also claw like, is like yeah it becomes claw <laughs> when you when you hold Which a pen you can hold it lightly claw, he does yeah. that to uh to, to uh, Brett. Brett, yeah, yeah Brett, Brett comes in. in and yeah. goes, oh, funny! I heard funny. you were a comedian. Yeah. yeah, like so. From the beginning, Brett was just looking for a way to oh, view Jerry as like a pathetic bad. person, but also and to Brett be, is be like a, a great person. He was but, a he was but, a pretentious. Yeah. So my bag. favorite part about From that, the moment but like they trying meet, yeah. to be nice, also, which is but is he ultimate douchebaggery? I, like, I think it's it, I think it's mostly that to him. Oh, I can get you on if that's what you're driving at. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah, first he's off, also kind of being a dick. All I said was yeah. it was nice. No, I'm not Jer driving at Jerry anything. was clearly not even saying it was nice. He was if, so if, uninterested. If, if Brett was really paying attention, he would see that Jerry was so uninterested and merely being like fake polite. But it was so obviously it's fake also, polite. It's funny and that he goes, it's such if a that's what you're driving at, it's like yeah. I, I did driving the opposite at, of that. I did. I I, I couldn't I tried have to express move on. more disinterest in what you do as selling furniture. That's no problem at all. Yeah. It's no problem at all. Fax you it. Oh, Jerry doesn't have a fax machine. But he also says, well, I'm sure things will pick up for that's you where, soon. That, whole, yeah. that, that became a plot yeah. line where like Brett is above Jerry simply by Brett saying he's above Jerry. Jerry's rich. We all know he's really successful. He buys Cadillacs for his fucking dad, right? But for We some, all saw his act last year. For some reason, Brett thought Jerry was like poor and like thought he was had like a, a stupid job apartment. writing skits you need a workspace oh, you don't write skits, skits because he i don't write not, skits of course you don't course you don't, you don't have, have a proper, proper workspace. workspace i fucking love that interaction carl like, yeah. carl it's, thinks he's like so measuring the apartment like yeah you can he's like you can tell he's just looking, like saying yeah. will this fit here will that and it's but like, also just like judging it too like he's he, well that's the thing you believe that that guy's probably good at furniture whatever that means he's good at manipulating but, people but and selling furniture right 
with Elaine later. And pretending and just because he listens to the Desperado that he's a deep guy. She's like, right. what, are you, what are you thinking about? And he's like, I know Jerry's upset about it. You know, <laughs> oh, I have that, that clip. I, gave, I have that clip. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, I, I like Jesus. the answer that Farbman, I'm, I'm sorry, that Brett is the genie. Well, Desperado is the genie. Desperado is a different version of a genie, but Brett is a human. Desperado. Brett, Brett's very much a genie. Yeah, I think so. So I think they all Brett's genie each other like once in a while. Furniture, I think. Like he he definitely yeah. sold Kramer that, and then he thinks he can sell Jerry stuff, and like he doesn't probably really care about Elaine. He's definitely genieing the situation. He cares oh, about I, Desperado. I think, he, I think he's he not a genuine about. character. Oh no, not at all. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. I at think all. he he knows he should be deep. And so when he when Desperado Desperado is the kind of song that when it comes on you just naturally feel like a sense of like Luke, can you be quiet? Not talk for a minute. Isn't it just like very serious sounding? Like it's just kind of like you know. Oh, if you were to be moved by a song, it's definitely this makes sense. This is the perfect song. It really is because you're just like, oh shit, yeah, get quiet. And then she wants witchy. Go inward. Yeah, Witchy Woman is so not this song. And and now you're witchy, out riding and, fences. And Witchy Woman. Which, so bad. So Elaine wants, yeah. to, Elaine wants to have her own song slash maybe share a song with Brett. Right, because now this is and, a thing, right? Oh, which By the way, woman. this is this is fits in with my genie theory Boogity that they man. all genie each other because they all encourage each other in stupid plans. So Jerry encourages Elaine that she should find a song of her own slash a song that they can both share. Right. And her first answer is Witchy Woman. Oh, you have no, it? No, her first choice is Oye Como Va. I no, no, no. First choice That's is Witchy later. Woman. Later, she says Oye oh. Como Va. Yeah. But, Which is probably a worse choice. I can understand why Shh. this... Shh. <laughs> the Eagles did a really good job of finding, the, the, the musically, like the, the, the right setting of piano... And the range of the voice, and it's a very intimate feel, and it immediately gets you. Well, to yeah, feel it's a like, song you would want to share with somebody too, if you're from Elaine's perspective. It right? sounds like something. Yeah, deep, why can't right? we share this? Yeah, it's, this it, sounds. A, a Desperado, why no, don't you? Mine. come We to can use... all agree it's an amazing song. It's a great <laughs> song. It's but very it's Carl Farbman like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so uncarl Farbman. Carl Farbman like. So, for example, in this episode, Jerry is subtly a genie by encouraging Elaine to go on this mission of finding a song. When it's like, mm, don't see, date asshole because, men. Yeah, but that's the lesson but you should there tell might your be friend. Potential material there. So yeah, yeah, but but right. he actually. That's, but that's what a genie would do. That's it's why like, he's oh, my yeah. answer. He's just yeah, like, let's see answer, this play yeah. out, and yeah. maybe I get some more bits out of it. Right, which he doesn't do. He's just talking. We're well, not he doesn't talking. Have the, he doesn't have We're the proper just workspace. Talking. Yeah. So, so We're here, not, yeah, no here's Elaine's just, boyfriend talking, in the talking. car with we Elaine because they're always in the car in this episode for some reason. And he, well, because the car he's driving, he gave. <laughs> it's part of his. Seriously, it's a. He drives like a ridiculous him. red Ferrari. Like it's just right. fix his whole character. Well, oh yeah, and it's he, the same he model probably loves Carl, spending time in the car. It's the same model, model that uh, Carl Fardman drives. I'm pretty sure. Well, Carl Fardman was in the passenger seat yeah, at one point was, in this episode, which is a great. You do meet him. <laughs> <laughs> with Jerry soaking wet. I got I got Carl Farman here. Yeah. Like why? Why? <laughs> There's no because they they're like, well, we have to fill in the seat with somebody. We could put in Elaine. Possibly. Like, like, if the no, seat's empty, Brett is too much of a dick. Right. They could have had Brett have an empty seat and go. You're already soaking wet. If you sit on the seat, you'll ruin my leather. Right. That would have worked yeah. too. No, yeah. but I think but it's better so that better. Carl Fargo oh, is course. there. It's yeah. like you hang He's out with Carl. With, He's obsessed. You're obsessed with him. With him. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyways, there <laughs> Thanks in, for stopping. Thanks for stopping. <laughs> Elaine's in Brett's car and he had already given Kramer like the Carl Fardman dresser. It's like the extra space dresser that eventually Japanese guys will sleep in, like yeah. their Rice Krispies characters. <laughs> Snap, crackle, and pop. That's the joke. That's what right? they have for breakfast. Yeah. Um anyway, so uh, uh Brett here is is worried that Jerry might be jealous, right? Because he views Jerry as a pathetic guy. He doesn't even have a fax machine. He yeah. lives in a shitty apartment. Anyways, here we go. You can lean over and try to see it, Joe. I feel terrible about your friend Jerry. He's Look upset that, that I gave Kramer that chest of drawers, isn't he? Why? Why do you think he's isn't upset? He? Well, how could he not be? Living in that cramped little apartment? That outdated furniture? So terribly un-Carl Farbman-like? I'm not going to talk about Carl Farbman all night, are we? I hope not. So right after that, obviously you heard the the music coming on is when Desperado starts. Uh, but I love how like he doesn't what? have any... Obviously it comes obviously. on at night station. But he also, his reaction doesn't come when you hear the song start, which is weird. Joe, could you just <laughs> not talk? <laughs> right, he knows the song so well that like... Right, yeah. The piano's already coming, but he No, has he to knows wait. to wait for the intro to he, finish. Yeah. Well, no, he waits for Elaine to talk. Yeah, you're right. He wants to be like Elaine. The Are song. you not as deep as me? Right. It's like a weird intellectual power grab. Because the piano you starts know funny? when he's like, uh, I hope not. He's going in for yeah, a kiss. Yeah, right. How, he should like, recognize that Really, piano. why yeah. would you be kissing during... You're kissing during Desperado? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is our first Seinfeld analysis guest that has properly quoted a line from the previous Seinfeld episode analysis. Oh, God, I'm not oh, ready. No. Podcast <laughs> about something. There's a challenge for you. Oh, yeah, we're going to... Whenever we have you on. We're going to at him this. Yeah, yeah, we need to have him back, too. Well, we went on his podcast to analyze the whole season seven, and George is like, uh, whatever you call season seven, George. I wonder how that episode did. Um, In terms of what? I don't know. Anybody oh, listening? You mean, <laughs> oh, do you mean in terms of like... We um, haven't been back since. <laughs> Oh, no, I think it was a good episode. I think it was a great episode. Um, I'm going to tweet at, at podcast about something again after we... Uh, great podcast if you haven't heard of it, folks, whoever you um, are. What is this? I what feel podcast? like we were on twice. It's another podcast he, that he's the guy heard who, our Seinfeld episode he and was like, us, oh, my yeah. God, I got to connect with you guys. He tweeted so we went us. on he's his like, podcast. He's like, I've never heard people and who did know a so whole season seven. We did a season seven right thing, down. and then we did a Festivus episode, too. Yeah, Festivus. That was a good one. Um, that must have been some podcast. <laughs> oh, it was something. It was. All right, there you go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this is so dumb. Desperate. Man, Joe, could you just not laugh for one minute? <laughs> Don Henley. Oh, I wish. Um, oh, you're right. That piano with his voice is all right. It's no, it's objectively also such a good fucking side song. note. As I talk, can you get a couple Miller lights from I'm the fridge? Do that. I, actually, that's a good transition right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're doing well, actually. What time is it? I, I, I just... I don't know, October? Oh, we're at 50, 50 minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so the next thing that I wanted to bring up in the episode, a, a major thing, is how Kramer genies the Japanese guys. So let's just talk about, like, would you agree that Kramer is most often the genie more yeah. than the other characters? Yeah. He's yeah. primary genie way more than the other characters. I would agree that... There's always genies within episodes, but over the course of Seinfeld, he's Kramer one. plays that part the most. Yeah. yeah, and he he gets things that like the others don't get, and it's like why would he? He's the one who's like, 
you know, doesn't have a job, like lives lives a weird. Well, he, maybe he that's why he often gets things that like the others don't, and it's oh, he sees things that they don't. Yeah, right. He, he sees the world very differently than Jerry or George, or he'll be like the logic. He's very and, flexible, and you're like, how did how when is, when Kramer's the logic, you you got yourself in so trouble. So I think yeah, that's what makes him the genie is. Well, Kramer's Kramer's willing to just change on a dime. So he's willing to be a certain type of character for weeks. And then it's like, like he got really into Frank's holiday, right? And then as soon as like he simply had to go to work, he was like, hey, Frank, this holiday is a little... A little <laughs> like he abandons you. Well, so he has zero he responsibility. He doesn't feel moral responsibility towards things. So it's whatever flight of fancies that week. And then he can... How does he cure that, like, his boredom that week, basically? Right. He'll be like... Opening a business with a friend? Why not? All right, your money. Yeah, your, your money, your responsibility. And then like I know when you it were goes to hell, I'm just out. I know you were inspired by my energy, but when it goes to hell, I have my rent control department to fall back on. And What's with- the deal? Like, how does he... <laughs> like, we could we could make a plot, a backstory for Kramer that... Like, how did he get there? Or like, is how there does he book? pay for has rent? It, has anybody, did, I think he's definitely rent control is like assumed have, to be I part of it. Th- I have a theory about and that. He that probably got rich at one point. I think he got like a big inheritance or something. And part of the stipulation was, oh, we know what you are, Kramer. So you get an allowance. It's essentially paid out as an allowance. Right. And that plus like a rent control department. It's like, oh, yeah, whatever he does. And he does make money throughout the series. He's a Calvin Klein yeah. model. He sells the coffee table book. He he wins uh, on the subway episode. I think eighteen grand. The math works out to just one day gambling. So there's moments where he has not just income, but like presumably with ads and stuff. Oh my god! Imagine the amount of money he would have gotten to. He might have a lot more money than people. No, I think. mean with the uh, coffee thing. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Of They're course, like it free gets cafe lattes for life. Plus, and he's like, Deal. what were they? Yeah, offering him like a hundred thousand. Mm, I thought more. They were going to offer him, I think, a hundred thousand. I think it was. They, I think it was they, a lot of money. They, it was no, like, somebody said fifty, and then another guy said, "Let's just do a hundred, do a hundred, and, and, be, and be sure he'll take it." Plus, right. like plus fifty, he's like right on the edge, right? Which again, especially if you. <laughs> and then the guy reverses the order of the offer. Of course, because in the universe, that's the yeah. way you have to deliver yeah. that pitch. Right. Yeah. All right. So Kramer obviously genies the Japanese guys, right? Hard. Now. <laughs> There's the element of yeah. geniness because the Japanese guys happen upon Kramer. They go, "Can you take our picture?" Well, that's a little genie. did they a genie know just appears. They're getting yeah. yeah that's what I mean. Right. It's the worst it's guy the, you could have asked to take that it's, picture. Yeah, you could have asked anybody on the streets of New York. You could have asked like, me. You wouldn't have wound up sleeping in my drawers, guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and losing guaranteed. all your money. Yeah, and losing all your money and being stranded in America, eating oranges in an office somewhere. So before Kramer got them stuck in drawers. He Again also the cashed in their airplane tickets. <laughs> Again with the oranges. And then he he phrased like when he he's yeah, cashing yeah. in their airline tickets. Is this beer yours? Yeah. You got a beer I right there. You saw it. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get a fr- a fresh light beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm done. I'm not gonna drink these the whole day. So Kramer, thanks, buddy. Cashes in their plane tickets because he spent all their money on things like cowboy hats. Yeah, and then well, because he did a dog Kramer equation acts, Kramer, where he said how he much heard are the number fifty thousand? Yeah, how much are these? And well, you're these oh, are these practically are practically free. He thought fifty thousand is so much bigger than three hundred, the number I know yes. in dollars, and it's yes. like a few hundred dollars, right? But this is what we've <sighs> talked about previously, where Kramer, as much of a 
thematic genie that he is as a practical character he's very dog-like he just does the most base level equations and then well when he talked to jerry he said look at what you're wearing yeah as that was his evidence that japanese guys must be rich well no right yeah Yeah. it's like that is not cause and effect it's just like um, the write-off like he just assumes it's a thing you're spending a lot of their money and that's the he, first thing Jerry goes, says because Jerry's frugal. He goes, Jerry, they're Japanese. Yeah. Like, As that in, means anything. That's enough. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, and then yeah. he goes, like, think about the sushi you eat and the cartoons you watch. And the kimono, and the kimono you're, you're wearing. wearing yeah. And Jerry's wearing a sweater. Like, But that's the beauty of... And Kramer's <laughs> now wearing, like, a Japanese attire. A beautiful that, suit that he... That's the beauty of Kramer. On their dime. Yeah. That's the beauty about Kramer is that he says these things and it's it's almost as if there's an artistry to it because he'll, he'll convince people to at least keep going along with his schemes so that they oh, keep genie. going. Yeah, but genie. as soon as he gets... How many times in that's in Seinfeld does he say to somebody when they finally call him out for a plan utterly failing, well, nobody put a gun to your head. Yeah. Like, he knows it was a ridiculous plot or scheme. This is what I wrote today. He idea. uses the same weird unlogic to assume the Japanese guys are rich and then yeah. takes no responsibility when their money is gone. No. He's kind of just like, well, that happened, yeah, right? Evidently. So, evidently. my question to you, and that reminds me also when, when he's stuck in traffic with Jerry in the Puerto Rican Day Parade, he's <laughs> trying to convince Jerry away. to ditch his car and that like that will work out. Yeah. And his logic is very much like... That's the final I Kramer see like one, a, a weird that. way this might work, but ultimately, like I don't care either way because I don't... It's not my responsibility. Right. It's not how that... By the way, the way he describes that is not how that works at all. Of course What's not. your deductible? Well, I don't know. You've, that's right, because they've already deducted it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just saying words. It's like, that yeah. doesn't mean and, anything. And, and then he goes, to, he goes, you pocket the money if there is any, and you get a new car. And you see Jerry just look for maybe a second or two and then go, uh, he's considering, he goes... We're not leaving the car. He yeah, knows yeah, yeah. after nine years, of course you're just he's saying like, Dude, words. Dude, if this was like an yeah. hour later, I might have been like... Yeah, that's true. That's a good plan. Right. Maybe done it. Yeah. If he was right. a little bit right. more tired. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just on, on that cusp. Right? All right. So with all this being said about Kramer, my question to you two is, is Kramer truly oblivious or does he know what he's doing on some level? And I have a clip that is evidence, but like give your answer first, maybe and then uh, do, I'll play the clip. Do, do you think in part that because everything works out for him, he assumes that it will work out for other people? I want to know if he's aware of it on some level of what he's doing. Well, what do you mean by what like bankrupting these Japanese tourists so that they're destitute and lost in America? How how much that is what how much doing. moral responsibility? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm thinking about that, going like that's extreme, and also, I'm like, no, you, that's very accurate. Yeah, can you that's, cash that's in plane tickets? Which is fucked up. Uh, you could refund them if you had insurance on them, maybe. <laughs> like like I don't like like that. That was the first. But also, I had. like I've never plan. bought it. I've but never also, bought that's the not type a of airline ticket. Joe, they're exchange. Japanese. They'll get their kimono money eventually. Look at the headphones you're using. Oh God. I don't. I don't so that's know. That's racist, by the way. Just oh, a lot of this episode was racist. Because Kramer's twenty twenty. Yeah, but you're just it's because the question. Is, the question doing, is right? mine is mine particularly. The question uh, is is willful ignorance of the consequences. Is that malevolence? Is that? It's no, no. It's not as bad as malevolence. Malevolence I don't, no, I don't think is, so. yeah. is desiring that's bad what, but and saying, aiming at it. But that's the question you're asking. What Kramer is is sort of like a tornado of truth. Like a genie is a tornado of truth because. <laughs> yeah, like, I want that on my resume. Other skills. 
tornado, tornado, of, truth. tornado of truth. Yeah. Because he'll, he'll, he'll I'm putting that in a book. Or he'll just can you start. He'll yeah. destroy things with truth when he wants, but he'll also lie to himself about things like I, right, like a gosh, tornado. Like he knows that fifty thousand yen. If those Japanese guys had fifty thousand dollars as part of their travel budget, they I, wouldn't be asking no, a guy on the street knows, to take I, their. I picture. don't think he knows the conversion I, stuff. I there's a scene in where they go to Tuscany. And Jerry goes, come on. He goes, let's get out of this car. And he goes, Kramer, you don't understand. He goes, how much did you give him? And Jerry says, I forget, 10,000 lira or something. Kramer goes, are you crazy? And Jerry goes, Kramer, you don't understand the conversion rate. Yeah. And Kramer's like, ah, whatever. Yeah, connection. He doesn't, he Kramer's doesn't like, understand the tip, conversion okay. rate. You tip $10,000 right. for that guy? And it's like, no, that's a number. Yeah, and Jerry's like, Kramer, you don't understand the conversion So it's an issue. Here's here's my ar- one part of my argument why I think Kramer does know. I don't think he Because he does. comes in he... Um, at the point where the Japanese guys can no longer stay at a hotel you because their money now. is gone. They end up staying in Kramer's drawers, right? So no Farbman's drawers. Well, well, Kramer has a dresser by the Carl famous Carl Farbman. I can so get you one if that's what you're driving. These, huh? these are big drawers, no charge by the to way. You, of course, but it's also <laughs> like, a little bit. Mean? It's also a little bit racist, to, like that Japanese people are smaller or something. Like even in a big dresser, you wouldn't expect like a person to be able to sleep. And they, they, they anyways. That that's a whole sub sub. There no, is the an dressers episode. are big. Well, the dressers I mean, are Carl Farbman. The dressers are Farbman. The dressers aren't racist. They're just dressers. In yeah, any it's case, you that's racist. So <laughs> piece of shit. So you scumbag. At the point where uh, Kramer Luke, comes into Jerry's, can you apartment. not be racist for just one minute? <laughs> I wish we all had a desperado button. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god, he's the genie right now. He's the only one who has the desperado. Yeah, that's button. A great... Why is he in charge of the desperado button? That sounds awful. I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm going to do that to my fiance all the time now. Oh, that's gonna work out long term. She'll just be like trying to tell me like, oh, like this this other bitch teacher at work blah 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 and i'll just like pop Desperado. it on the, on the sonos speaker Shh. in the house <laughs> and like and she'll be like what and i'll be like could you just no, not be talk like, for a minute she'll be like can you stop <laughs> shushing me all the time asshole yeah. this isn't working also i hate this song <laughs> yeah, yeah it might turn into that you're right i will see well you got <laughs> you're like not deterred from trying yeah you're still that's gonna a try dentist. i want to know right yeah. there <laughs> it's just data yeah <laughs> So it's my tools. Kramer comes into Jerry's apartment. <laughs> sh- gets some. <laughs> <laughs> we promised Johnny we wouldn't. Oh uh, yeah, Johnny's at work. So Kramer gets some uh, pillows, right? What's up, Johnny? No, Kramer doesn't get them pillows. Kramer steals them from Jerry's bedroom. Well, he says he's taking them. <laughs> yeah, he goes. Uh, but this is my argument gonna... about how Kramer knows because mm. Kramer says apparently fifty thousand yen doesn't get you very far in New York. And Elaine, because she's like in business and probably has like done that conversion for some kind of business deal, says fifty thousand yen. Isn't that only like three hundred dollars? And he goes, evidently. evidently, like he already knew it. He was just kind of shocked. No, at no, evidently, I think, I evidently think, means he found out the hard way. But yeah, I think he, he found out the hard way. But he also now is saying, "All right, how can I save them money so we can continue this thing?" Mm. So like. There is still Continue no. End. What, There's having still, friends yeah. that are Japanese that you can drink sake well, think with. About it. He's got yeah, a new that outfit. That's awesome. In the hot tub, he's got yeah. a new outfit. He's got yeah. a. He's going to the Rainbow Room. He's shopping <laughs> at Saks on Fifth. No, the Avenue. Rainbow Room never worked out because it turned out there was a I problem mean, with the bill. He, oh, <laughs> a slight monetary discrepancy. Discrepancy, yeah. So, anyways, I I oh, I happen to think I happen to think I have a new interpretation of Kramer, which is something that Kramer on some level knows what he's doing and he's also just playing with the world with a willful ignorance. Okay. 
And and I have the evidence from this episode is Kramer is putting these Japanese men to bed in the drawers, the Carl Fardman drawers. Oh, right. You were saying this. And um, I asked this question to Joe on the ferry on our way up here. Um, I, I said what I just asked, like, is Kramer aware of what he's doing or is he playing dumb kind of you know like or is he like genuinely just a dog i think think it's it's probably a combination because it suits him Um, right exactly a big part of this is the visual of kramer yawning but i just want you guys to see this so the viewers Um, have no idea no they can hear it yeah go grab a beer they can hear it can you guys (laughs) (laughs) so kramer's putting the guys to bed in in the dresser good night Hi, Mr. Yamaguchi. Now Kramer's going to pull the light closed. And the way Kramer yawns is just like, none of this really it's matters to me. Well, yeah, it's I just agree. like so, a fun little it's side so normal, thing. normal, though, too. Yeah. It's just like... That's his reality. Though. No, question. Do you think that was a dog yawn? Yes. Like a dog yawn? Exactly, yes. Where like the dog's just like, even if, <laughs> even if you literally rip the throats out of like like the enemy that day and like had to bury a bunch of your own friends who died at the end of that night the dog would yawn like that it would Wait, just be like dogs and then go to bed how are they burying people you know what i mean like th- like if that was the events of the day <laughs> versus like you went to the they field fair question yeah. yeah you went to the field and threw the ball for your dog and then came back now and the keys fed in the peanut bird butter. And the birds in the ground <laughs> What are we going to do? You just answered your own question. I'm being fired oh, no. from all the helicopters of Seinfeld. Yeah. I'll get the trip. shovel. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, hand me that shovel. We got to... <laughs> I dug Fredo up. Now let's cut him open. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right. So anyways... Hi, neighbor. <laughs> would you say your interpretation of Kramer is more like genuine dog? Uh, yeah. I think I think that there's lapses in uh, longer-term planning that he becomes aware of. And you can argue whether or not that's him being a bad person, then saying, eh, whatever, I'll move on to the next now moment of kind of bliss of just being in the mo- moment. Like, he should stop and say, oh, He's a little shit. bit enlightened in that way. But I think he's also a little bit irresponsible. Weak moral code. Take, yeah, he's taking advantage of these people, yeah. essentially. If, he were, if right. he were to be truly honest with himself... He's taking advantage of, of, but I think he yeah. starts out as not trying. to... I think he starts out as genuinely curious. Well, it's like how yeah. could, just like how could I show this group around, yeah. have a good time? Maybe they are really rich. And I then, think he assumes that. Yes, I but agree. then it's like yeah. it's a win-win for him. But then he realizes they're out of money, and he's like, yeah, because he does show genuine like concern for them. He's like, I gotta do something with these guys. I gotta feed them. Yeah, it's not like he's. He could have abandoned him before Yankee he's not Stadium. A, yeah, in that sense. Oh yeah, yeah. He tried to. He tried to. He tried to make it right. It. He tried to make it right. But then he's like, entertain them and make them feel, even though they're they're not. They, hey, peanuts! They, they don't have a way back to Japan. Right? Why are they selling concession? They're not. Food That's the, why they're starving near George's devouring office. Oranges at the end of the episode, right? <laughs> Again with the oranges. Again with the oranges. What's your favorite line of the episode? But they told us we must go now. Oh yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Even better than the line "You must go" yeah. is you when Jerry go re- now. Re- yeah. recounts it. Yeah. He's like, "But they told us we must go," and like yeah. it's like because it recounts how Jerry read that, that correctly. Yes. It it means you are fundamentally yeah. unwelcome yeah. here yeah. forever. 
Yeah. Like there's a I've language read your barrier, character. but like there's never going to be something that happens. Oh, here. even between <laughs> right, languages, yeah. you can really cross languages. Look, there, b- you got to go across languages. Yeah. There are often yeah. like crazy misunderstandings. Right, but that cuts through clearly. Very I've, clearly. I've been with my fiance for four years, and we still have like she'll like get pissed off at something, and I'll be like, "What? What happened? Has she ever done that to I, you when you get into a really big fight? You must go now. I'm no, going no. <laughs> to tell her to do that. Oh my god." <laughs> I'm going to text her right now. <laughs> what? Let's go now. All right. That's a thing. Um, <laughs> I meant more like, like, like uh, we'll realize like the thing that, that caused the anger was just like a, a complete misunderstanding between languages. Yet yeah. there are some things that are so clear. The yeah. phrase you must go now cannot yeah. be misinterpreted. No, it's, it's, it's like, like our, our other favorite line of that's what I like to know about it. Oh, where it just a, it yeah. just captures the sentiment, the real emotional. Like, do you realize I moment? don't give a shit? That's yeah, what I like that's what I like to know yeah. about it, dude. You know what the best? My favorite line of the episode is: uh, Brett walks in, and Jerry's got the the claw from signing yeah. checks, so oh, he yeah. waves to him. Yeah, and then Brett holds up a claw back and says, "Like that's very funny. It's very funny. Like I get you do. <laughs> like, you do oh, you're a simple a, you're a comedian. Yeah. I sell oh, furniture, but you do simpleton he's already, work. He's already demeaning him by." Acting as if, oh, my weird well, niche he, thing but is way Elaine's more intellectual. Elaine's pep talk to yeah. him was obviously like, hey, he's a comedian. He's going to make jokes, blah, blah, blah. So he walks in, and the first thing he sees, right. he just assumes is right a, is, a bit or a joke right. or a, a skit, <clears throat> as he calls why it. Because why would Jerry just be a person otherwise, right? He's, he's very just funny. what he like, does. Because like, Brett think is that. what he does. He's a furniture salesman, goddammit. And he's <laughs> a deep guy because he likes Carl Farman, Yo, who rides issues. around in my car from time to time. I got Carl Farman <laughs> in here. I got Carl Farman in here. He's so proud yeah. to say it. And Jerry's like, but he doesn't actually think a claw is funny. He's just no. assuming that Jerry's kidding. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's clever. So he goes, oh, that's funny. Like I don't yeah. know it. Well, I don't know what he, I don't get his humor, but right. it, it's just he gets that it's supposed to be humor, even though it's not. He's probably in reality, right? Next to Putty, my favorite Elaine boyfriend because he's oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he's a very that's a good episode. He's a very do. good douchebag. Let's rank Elaine's boyfriends. Let's do that episode. Sometime. Yeah, yeah. Elaine's boyfriends rank. She's had yeah. quite a few. She's Putty. A, Putty is just an obvious. Putty's well, yeah. Putty. Putty's kind of the. Uh, he is what like. She would wind up settling for that's well, the yeah, because it's putty. been so on again, off again, right? Like, yeah. Also, the sex clearly, is good. Clearly, turns out like even if you hate yourself because of the counter to be with either one of you, right? And yeah. they're like, right, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. That's what it comes down to, yeah. Oh, that's a depressing relationship, Actually, right? When you realize wait, like, we're forgetting, but it's a truthful. We're one. forgetting Jerry though. Why would why would Jerry, Jerry forget anything? <laughs> no, I'm saying he he might be my favorite Elaine boyfriend. Ah, uh, and that's I actually right. I see in what this you're episode. up to, Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's meta. This is my podcast too. <laughs> oh, in the echo of the, like the pool. <laughs> I see what you're up to, Ramon. Yeah. Whenever anybody's to. trying yeah. to do or say oh. anything, you just look at them with skepticism and you go, "I see what you're up to, Ramon." <laughs> this is my place to swim. He's like them with the pool skimmer. Wh- when, yeah, he's poking at. Him. <laughs> oh, so stupid! Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. Oh, we got to do that episode too. Yeah. To see uh, Oh yeah, yeah. So my favorite line from this episode was What's actually the name of that episode. It, it mm. it's it relates to what you just did, Joe. Fuck, I don't know. Anyway, what? Yeah. My favorite line from this episode was it's a meta line. It's 
because he's my butler. Oh my god, I freaking love. What I line. feel like is like I'm watching like BoJack Horseman in his sitcom, right? Um, I call this meta Seinfeld. Jerry yes, exactly is Jerry say. is being meta yeah, by being right. Jerry because he's constantly breaking character with his little smiles. Correct. Yeah. We know the character Jerry's being, and we can also see that the actor is limited from fully committing to that. Probably because to to fully commit to Jerry would would mean you let go of. He's your also sanity. just not a good actor. Also, he's not yes. a good actor, right? But, but they but they make that work because this is what I was saying before. It makes it the, funnier in the show in he's the universe. He's by, not a good comic. Yeah. He's his, his, his comic. Right. So same thing with the sitcom. Right. When you see like like you obviously you're watching the show Seinfeld, so that's the humor. But when when Seinfeld makes fun of itself within the universe, the jokes are so stupid because he's my right. butler. Yeah. But like yeah. Seinfeld does that, just like way yeah. better writing. You right, know what I mean? exactly. Seinfeld, that's what Seinfeld uses is. that same template for humor, but it's better writing. But the details right. are there, and you're like, right. because it's my, my syrup. Butler. And then he goes, is like, this if you say <laughs> syrup because you're bringing syrup into a diner, <laughs> all of a sudden is, it's a little funny, right? What, is, what does the Japanese guy say? He goes, is this customary in your legal system? He yeah. goes, no. That's what makes it so humorous. That's, that's what, what that's makes what it such makes a humorous situation. Such a humorous situation. Right. But yeah. so Jerry's being meta Jerry, right? He's he's if Jerry is a little bit acting in normal Jerry in the version of Jerry in the show in the show, he's like extra acting. He's like because it's my yeah. Yeah. Like his so face over, is like so, he's an over actor as it is, but and then he's overacting that. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Yeah, well that's the thing too. That sounds like what the original pitch would have been when they were just hanging around shooting the shit, Larry and Jerry, they would have said, Oh, what about this? And then moved on to an actual better plot line right. from there. But that's the fault of their character. They think, Oh, this might stick. This is what we came up to not writing for three months. Hey, and- after he's done with your place, send him over to mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Seinfeld esque. It's just so dumb. And that guy's a great Kramer. Like their sitcom. Those Dude. characters are spot on. Very well done. Yeah, very well done. Um, Classic George line about why their pilot failed, right? He goes, yeah, all sitcoms are just four guys sitting around whining about their ex-girlfriends. Yeah. Whining about their dates. I wrote that quote down, too. It was yeah. Like, yeah. Classic jab at themselves. Which is fantastic. But they're like, fuck so you, because you're watching us. Right. Yeah. But, but and it's so crazy that they were the ones to really do that, or just the ignorance of not knowing that that's what they're like. The character of George is like saying it's four right. losers sitting around, not realizing that that's what he's doing. That's what they're doing, yeah. Because and we're seeing, I mean, we are seeing isolated moments. If you want to think about it philosophically, like okay, they have twenty four hour day lives, and we're getting twenty minutes of that at a time, right? Right. Yeah. But we're except getting, the episode covers uh, right. So we're getting a few minutes a, a day, week. right? So, but the beauty of it is that we still get what they are really about. Like, yeah. how do you do that about a character that would otherwise have a? That's the real challenge in writing that I found. If you want to write really well, the character we feel like we get their full story from those glimpses that we're yeah. actually getting because you're not sitting with them and actually watching them suffer for those other but eight you hours. You fill that day. in those other blanks yes. because of how good you fill it doing. in with your own life. Because if you can, well, you've been directed to, and you've also been prompted by being able, but we that's were talking why about these are worth breaking down. It's they relate to of, ourselves. They relate yeah. to aspects. The reason of our Seinfeld works yeah. is because when we feel George, 
We right. might not identify yeah. with George and say that's how I would want to act. But, George but I a, have a George inside George me. George is an aspect of everything. I have a desperate for yeah, attention right. person inside right, me, correct, right? Yeah. I have a Jerry person inside me, which is like, neurotic, I did everything like, by the book, yeah. so why is this my fault? I did everything I should. Right. They can go fuck themselves if they're upset because I did what I should do. And there's a Kramer in me which goes like, Giddy up. Hey, fuck it. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know like, I have to teach later, but let's have a few you more beers. the horse beat Another round. Yeah, yeah, wild card it. And then I also have an Elaine in me, which is just kind of like, haven't I woman. haven't I done enough to get something <laughs> successful to happen? Ideally. Like, God fucking yeah, damn yeah. it. You know, that resentful, like, kind of. And, and each each one of those has their good sides, too. Do you want to talk right? about that at all? or um, <laughs> Is how, it just me? <laughs> how long have we been recording for? Oh, just an hour and 13. So, <laughs> just an hour and 13. I only got a few more points that I wrote down from the episode, so here we go. I didn't rate you. Um, yeah, I I wrote a lot for the first Seinfeld. I was like, I came in well prepared, and then realized like, oh dude, it's just gonna take a bunch of different turns. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then no, this is all scripted. <laughs> oh yeah, this has all been scripted. highly scripted. Yeah, we we actually manipulate you to say what we want. And oh, you got me to. and Joe rehearsed this. Yeah, <laughs> we oh, rehearsed it to. <laughs> to make you say exactly what you've said so far. I remember my friend went on a date with someone who said like, "Do you mind if I do a manipulation on you?" Like, like he basically went on a date and, and this girl was like a PhD psychology student and like was trying out manipulation exercises on him. No, thanks. and, and like, he was like reading, he was <laughs> reading material. me the email or something. <laughs> I forget the details of this, honestly, but he was reading me the email. And I, I remember being like, you could, you could also just like not go on the date to the, to the girl who is admitting out front in email, not even like in person, like in that email. That you're an experiment. That I'm going to experiment on you. Well, yeah. if only you had a fact And funny machine. enough, we bumped now into her. We, we bumped into them on a, on the date. And I, I was just like kind of stoked. That is I was just I was just like to myself thinking like, what a crazy world. Yeah, but you should do I would have just fucked with her if I knew she was on an experiment date. <laughs> just start being a variable and, and at that yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah, just start yeah. throwing her things that maybe Wild she guards, can't handle. Bitches. Be Yeehaw. like, all right, let's, let's test that PhD. All right, so back <laughs> to the episode. This is why you're a professor. <laughs> George is trying to present this show. Maybe it'll work for the Japanese audience. Super terrific happy hour. So he goes, he had gotten into a car accident and pounds his fists <laughs> yeah. together. It's like, bro, you just showed them a sitcom. You've been talking to them. They know English. They know what the word car accident means. They clearly means. don't get the show or you. You doing this only makes them think further. Fuck you and fuck your oranges. Again with the oranges. Again with the oranges. <laughs> Is this customary in your legal system? No. No. <laughs> That's what makes it such a humorous situation. Oh, it's so good. I would say. Jerry, you could tell in that scene. Jerry's just like. He's just going along with it. Let's go with one more try at this. Yeah. I know it sucks. But you know what's funny, actually? I think it's either the next... I, it might be the next episode where Jerry meets up with uh, his old Malva? college buddy. And he says... <laughs> I thought Malva hated you. And he says, um, oh, what have you been doing? He said, yeah, we did a sitcom. It didn't take... Almost got... Uh, had a show in Japan, though. And the guy says, oh, really? You speak Japanese? And Jerry goes, no. And the guy goes, oh, so it would have been in English? He, Jerry goes, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways... And he yeah. just moves on he never really thought that far. There, but right. that's Seinfeld again, tackling its own. Yes. You know what I mean? Just making fun of itself. It's like. But that, that's why I love. I can imagine this writer's room where they, they were talking to each other. They think of said, every problem. And said, wait a minute, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. And they're like, we'll make a joke out of it. So if I someone, love that. If, no one's going to critique their show for it not making sense in that regard. You know what I mean? Mm. They've thought of every 
Correct, yeah. Hey, this is bullshit. It's like, yeah, we addressed it, or it wasn't important at all. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What? I thought something. I thought someone was here. Funk Tank? What'd you say? Can you be quiet for just one minute? Guys, just focus for a second. (laughs) And get deep with us here. And go to patreon.com and like share and vibe. And donate. Um, if you donate. All right. So the last plot line from this episode that needs to be addressed is the fact that um, this is classic Seinfeld universe where the universe is just um, like pre-wired to be like awfully against a person. Jerry's rich. He's successful. He makes a lot of money, clearly. Yet for some reason in this episode, he, we know that, that Brett, Elaine's boyfriend, wanted to go in thinking of Jerry as lesser. But Jerry could have just as easily, like, proven, like, you know, go fuck yourself. Like, I, I'm actually successful. See, I, I like think, this apartment. I think Fardman I don't is, need Carl Fardman furniture to feel successful. Like I mean, not meal. Carl. You I, look like you can go. I think Brett is yeah, he almost had Jerry, that. though. Like he, he, oh, Brett, Brett has more money than Jerry, but Jerry's yeah. comfortable. And he lives on the Upper West Side comfortably. That means that. Also, Fartman. Fart, fart, Fartman. Fartman. Fartman, Fartman yeah. is Fartman. a designer they use in the Hamptons. Really? Wonder if it's the same family in the Seinfeld <laughs> universe, huh? They, when Jerry or George does the whole Hamptons trip, is that with the Susan's parents and oh, they say a house? Pete. He says the house is a Snoopy far- and Prickly Pete. He says the house is a Mark Farbman. Oh, uh, I mean, dude, George probably just had that name in his there's memory. There's so many, but Easter I mean, that eggs might like be that, just yeah. like a yeah, a there's, designer family. There's so many Easter eggs like that in Seinfeld where seasons. Where even clearly later. one of the writers just like. Went to college with like a Farman rich family, and, and it like, just sounded like the perfect name. name. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like a furniture Hamptons vibe, right? Like <laughs> definitely, yeah, absolutely. So, so for some reason, the Seinfeld universe decided that coincidence will happen to Jerry this episode, where Jerry's always going to be made to look pathetic. And the first one is like the greeting that you already said. Jerry holds up his like sore hand, and 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 Brett is like, haha, funny, right? I'm going to get you a thing. And then for some reason, it's now there's just a rule in the universe that if you don't have a fax machine, that you have financial problems. Elaine enjoys it so much, too. She's like, Jerry Jerry doesn't have a fax machine. Doesn't have. And Carl just immediately goes, well, I'm sure things will pick up for you. It's like it's such a it's weird. Not a sign Maybe of I wealth. didn't buy a fax machine. What do, yeah, right. I'm a comic. Why would I need faxes? Right. You fucking asshole. Right. You know? But it's a rare thing you see from Jerry at the end when he says, "You look like you could use a." Yeah, and, it's like a rare, like, honest, like standing like, up for if himself. If you let him finish that, like that's actually Jerry sticking up for him. Yeah, like. But he he'll never get the chance to do. That. He can't. That ruins. That topples the whole pyramid of neuroticism. It, yeah, and, true. And but not be Elaine knew to not let him. There's a yes. funny outtake with that right. where he's like, uh, "Oh, really?" He actually in said the it. Place, right? He says, "Like you look like you could use a rectal," and yeah. like Julia starts to laugh. And really, they all, yeah, it's just like he finishes it in a funny way. Huh? But I always thought, like, because I, I always kinda, wondered how he's Jerry, he like, it, almost yeah. about to say, "Yo, shut!" Like, it would be weird to hear asshole. something look, visceral like well, that the from Jerry. I would say right? is, and you look like you could. Why would use Jerry it, say anything yourself? visceral yeah. like that? Why would Jerry say anything visceral like that? I think you should emphasize <laughs> I, visceral. I think you emphasized wood. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after, um, uh, Brett is like, uh, like I'm sure things will pick up for you about the fax machine. 
they're like, oh, do you want to join us for lunch? And Derry's like, sure. How about the coffee shop? And Brett goes, <laughs> I think we can do a little better than that. And, like, Fuck you. Wait, no. And then he goes, you look like you could use a solid meal at, at a, a real, real restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> what does that mean? Dude, like, means, they don't have food at a coffee shop. It means I feel richer than you, and yeah. you can go fuck yourself. But that also means what he doesn't know what a coffee bag. shop is. He thinks that a coffee shop just serves coffee and maybe like a donut. And he's like, "Oh, you look like you could use a solid meal at a real restaurant." It's, it's like, yeah. you idiot. It's the most elitist boyfriend yeah, she's ever elitist. had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably and then fair of to course say. the Seinfeld universe. Um, makes Jerry bounce into him in his car <laughs> at the worst. Right. Not on the episode so where he's working signing, for you at the moment. Yeah. He's signing <laughs> no, twelve cent the, checks. Yeah. It could right? not be raining. He's signing checks worth twelve cents Dude, each. This is the universe we always talk yeah. about, and because he has to see the check that says, "Well, I can reimburse you the money for." And also, you, that's not how any. Cents? That's not yeah. how any of that it's works. Not about the money. He then goes, what is it about? <laughs> he goes, "I'll give you a ride, but I got Carl Farben here." <laughs> And Jerry goes, thanks for the thing. Thanks for stopping. Thanks, thanks for, for stopping. stopping. Yeah. Which is great. It's a great line. It's like, dude, you, you know, stopped and you said know hello. You can't yeah. pick him up. Right. Yeah. So you're literally just saying, you're stopping to say like, hey, things are tough right now, huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'd let you in. No, he's willing to spot him the money. <laughs> I could spot you the 12 cents. 12 cents. But also Jerry was trying to get an umbrella after he was already soaked. Like, give up on it. You're already soaked. Right, you don't want to keep being yeah, safe. But it fit the, uh, it Why fit do the... you go out without an umbrella when it's pouring rain like this? I, I mean, I've been caught in New York City yeah, without an umbrella. Talking. It happens, but like you go and do the stuff. No, I don't have whatever. a problem with that. I have a problem with he runs into Brett and Carl Fardman immediately after in a car. <laughs> yeah, as if it's easy to stop in your yeah. car and talk it's to people so on contra- the side of the street in New York. That's the hardest thing to do yeah. ever. Yeah, it's, it's hard right. to just like drive in New York. Never mind, stop and talk to people. Right. People will be like, fuck you, you fucking cunt. You know, like right behind you honking their horn. Like, no, it makes no sense that you could just yeah. call obviously stop with runs Carl Farman in the car. Yeah. He runs into the same, you know, uh, Teddy Padillac. Yeah. <laughs> and the umbrella. Oh, yeah. Because it's New Padillac, York. Yeah. You're bound to run into the guy that you used to sell umbrellas with 20 years yeah. ago. Like, as the <laughs> yeah, you haven't run into him since. <laughs> and they all resent yeah. you for leaving the umbrella business as if it's a bad thing to get past that and get a better career yeah, it's like the where you have a. Stonemasons or some shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, where were you in the Poncho Craze like of 86? The Poncho <laughs> Craze of 86. That's right. What about Hurricane Gloria? Wasn't that a good? Those are good times. Yeah. <laughs> Those were good. T- tropical storm something. What does he say? What does he say? Uh, he goes. What about Dor- tropical storm? Tropical Doria? storm Doria, or it's like something with a D. Something with a D. Doria. Yeah. The Andrea Doria. <laughs> Sunk into the sea like an old man into a warm tub. <laughs> I, I gotta. I gotta find this the out. Poncho craze of '86. It was something like that, right? Storm. Yeah. yeah Two hundred bucks for a real foul weather fan <laughs> or friend. Doria. Yeah. Seinfeld. That's right. And then you the scripts. And- no, it should come right. Uh, Andrea Doria Seinfeld. No, <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. Ah, god damn it. <laughs> oh, Anyways, it doesn't matter. But I think we're no, right. none of it. I matters. think we're right <laughs> about what? <laughs> all of it. None of it matters. <laughs> Anything. All of it. <laughs> Nothing matters. No, I think oh, we're right about everything we said this episode. So I think um, so. Yeah. I um, do not think that I have anything I think that's, left to say. I think that's pretty good. An hour and however many minutes analysis of yeah. checks. Yeah, perfect. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. If you're a Seinfeld fan, I think you probably will spread it around to other Seinfeld fans. Um, I just ideally. really enjoy, like wait, I said in the beginning, I enjoy getting into like the depth of Seinfeld. There's a lot to it get into. It feels like yeah. an effortless exercise of my intellect. What? I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> Shh.
<laughs> Sorry, one second. We should we should use this to play ourselves out though. What do you mean? Play ourselves out? What does that mean? <laughs> what to end the show? <laughs> oh yes. Right, we'll do it live. All right. All right. So I want to go around. We started this episode by saying one sentence. What is the episode about? Now that we've talked about it, give me a, a different sentence. You can't use the same one, even if you want to. <laughs> of w- of what the episode is about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got my finger on the trigger of Desperado. Now I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until the organic moment of Desperado starting. At- oh, look at that. <laughs> I think the meaning of this episode... <laughs> Is that you can't be desperate. You just have to let desperado. Uh, cool. That's the answer. <laughs> Eric? Okay. <laughs> you want to end us uh, a little different? <laughs> They're all genies. Yeah, the genies, I, I like that. They're the all genie genies. has sex with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> the meta genie has sex with all of them. That's perverse. <laughs> I actually take back what I said about George being the main character. I don't think he is. Um, I think I, I think, think it's Jerry. I think it, it's really revealing about George, like the whole like needing to be loved even yeah. by a cult. But I think That's the main character it, yeah. is is actually how pathetic Jerry is. He, well, that's what you said at the beginning. He's right? rich, but Jerry's all it takes is a furniture salesman pathetic, to make him but, look pathetic. Well, you know? Yeah, but he's also using. He's everybody. not a real man. No, we're not men. Yeah. <laughs> these aren't real. Lives. What are these? We should be having dinner with our sons. Joe, one second, please. Shh. <laughs> 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 oh god i thought someone eric was there if you for could just second. be quiet for a for second one second one minute why don't you come oh. to this has been great uh, <laughs> i want to thank you for listening to the thank podcast can you not podcast so for one minute sorry now. oh you're a hard one this is a great record <laughs> anyways that's where i uh stopped my recording so that's where we're gonna stop this oh did you <laughs> yeah um, no more desperado. Let's just end the pot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Thank you, Seinfeld Luke, fans. I want to thank song. you for um, li- listen to our next sign. Joe, Shh. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> it's always you always have the possibility of saying. Shh. <laughs> Um, no, I just want to um, make sure. <laughs> can, can you guys just like, share, and subscribe? Nice. No, um, I I think this is um, a, a series we'll continue to do, like Seinfeld. I think it, it's it's a way to um, get into the depth of. Um... <laughs> Hold on one second. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Why don't you? We, we actually have a funny memory of um, we were on a vacation with people. We're no longer friends with these people. <laughs> but I was we were looking at That's a beautiful... such a weird way to start a story. No, I just Wait, mean who? like... Me and... No, <laughs> you two or no, no, two? me and my fiance. Oh, okay. We were on a vacation with these people uh, on an island, and we were looking at a beautiful view, and I started just saying like, oh, it's so crazy how blah, blah, blah. And the girl turns to me and goes, shh. Just enjoy the view. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's she that. That's you? this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what this is. That's literally this. That's funny. I, you know what's funny? As is, I played Desperado for the fifth time, you've just told now, that, you've, that memory flooded so, into my I've head. I've heard you tell me this story just totally unrelated. <laughs> and enjoy you're the so podcast. Right. I can't believe yeah. that girl did that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so me and Yanka, that must have been I, some I, view. I totally believe that's. <laughs> oh, she was. 
<laughs> oh, she was, Frank. <laughs> oh, we might do that Wait, episode so next. Wait, so literally, this is a joke me and my current fiance. My only fiance. Current, current fiance. <laughs> Sorry, Shh. Me and my current fiance. <laughs> who love each other very deeply. <laughs> Do you guys share Desperado together? So long <laughs> Can you guys be engaged for one minute, please? <laughs> my current. That's so dumb. Me and my first wife used to love this song. Three years is a long time to be engaged. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, we have this running joke now whenever we see something beautiful, like whether it's like a beautiful view on a TV show or in real life, like when we got engaged, we were, the sunset was beautiful when we got engaged. It was like a storm. And then like the sun happened to come back out like below the thunderstorm cloud and like have a beautiful sunset. And we had just gotten engaged and we were looking at it. I was like, this is beautiful. And she goes, shh, just enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a running joke of like what not to be. Yeah, you know? I think you think it's a joke, but it's also you should enjoy it. <laughs> I just gave a deep moment. Enjoy it. <laughs> the best is to shush someone shushing. It's like you were shushing and I'm shushing your loudness of shushing. All right, we should end the podcast. Right, thank you, guys. Probably. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, Eric, for coming back for another Seinfeld. Um, he didn't come back. We did. There's yeah. nine seasons yeah. and... Um, 19 episodes in a lot of those seasons or whatever. <laughs> there's a lo- there's a lot more of these to come. I think there's 18. Job I think, security, yeah. I absolutely. think we found a job security. Like, share, and subscribe. Go on to Patreon. Donate a dollar. <laughs> Maybe two. I'm not going to shush you. I Maybe agree. five. <laughs> Eric's just like, cut it. Just play us out. out Do it live. Play us out. For so long Are you playing us out? I'm playing this out. Shh. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Funk Tank podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to help us out, please consider leaving a rating or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, share it with people you think might like it. And if you really want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash Thunk Tank podcast. We have links to this in, in the episode description and other places. And for as little as $1 an episode, you can help us keep the lights on. And you also get access to a very special Drunk Tank uh, feed of episodes. So every few episodes, we'll have a few more beers and record an extra 20 to 30 minutes of extra thunky, silly, uh, whateverness. So there's a separate RSS link you can get from there. And if you put that into a podcast player, you'll get your own separate feed of only the Drunk Tanks. I think we have about six or seven of them out already and more to come. Thanks for listening and stay funky.